Welcome, my flourishing friends, to episode number 51. In today's episode, we are going to cover some research on the greenhouse gas emissions of our online shopping habits, looking at the differences between online, traditional, those brick-and-mortar stores, and something called click and brick. And the choices that we make here can have a huge impact on our greenhouse gas emissions. It's interesting stuff. Let's dive in. I'm Christina Hunter, and you are listening to the Live Well Green podcast, all about sustainable well-being and green living. We explore how to do what is good for the planet and for ourselves in order to truly flourish. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to give a shout out to a listener who took the time to submit a review of the Live Well Green podcast. It means so much to me because those reviews lead to more and more people seeing the podcast and having this information available to them. So today, a quick shout out and thank you to Colleen, 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 who writes a five-star review, and she said, a warm, inviting podcast with authentic conversations inspires me to make little changes to help my physical and mental health while helping the environment. Well, thank you so much, Colleen, Colleen, Colleen. <laughs> Great name, and I definitely appreciate the review. It means the world to me, and it hopefully gets others interested in our podcast as well. So the question that we are dealing with today is, how can we green our online shopping? We've seen an increase in online shopping with the global pandemic, and for part of this time, a closure of traditional retail outlets, where you can only do pickup and delivery, perhaps, or a huge shift overall into alternative methods of shopping. And this has dramatically altered the way we buy things, and certainly in my household as well. These changes really beg the question, can we do better with our online shopping? Of course, we've all been concerned with the carbon emissions and the waste associated with online shopping. All of the packaging, the cardboard, the municipalities having a hard time to keep up with the recycling of all this cardboard, and those delivery trucks that we see zooming around the neighborhood every day, sending out more and more deliveries. And of course, attached to that concern is the question of whether or not our local shops and small businesses will be able to survive. So it's a really important question of the day for us here today. Now, interestingly enough, there was a research paper that came out in February of 2020, before the pandemic hit, on just this exact topic, on the greenhouse gas emissions of various types of shopping. And it was in the Journal of Environmental Science and Technology, one of the preeminent journals in environmental science. 
And this paper looked at the different variables that affect greenhouse gas emissions between online shopping and traditional shopping practices. So they analyzed three different modes of shopping. One was called the pure online shop, such as Amazon, where we don't have a traditional retail outlet. Then we had the traditional brick and mortar shopping experience of going out to the store. And then there was a third option, which is shopping online from your local store. And they called that brick and click where you know what you want online and you're going to order that from a local store and they're going to deliver it to your home. So that third option is brick and click. Interesting, right? And so they did a big assessment of everything to do with the greenhouse gas emissions or the equivalent thereof for the delivery process from when the product is manufactured and shipped to a warehouse And then when it's transported over to a distribution center, and then again transported to either the retail outlet for traditional shopping or to a parcel distribution center for further distribution with our online shopping. Now, this is what's called the last mile, which relates to that distance from the retail store or from that distribution center to the consumer. It's not an actual mile, but it's what we call that last stretch of the journey of that product. And their assessment looked at all of the greenhouse gas emissions of this transportation as well as the packaging. But the assessment did not take into consideration the raw materials of the product itself, the manufacturing of that product, or the use or disposal of the product. So it just looked at the transportation and packaging of the product and its associated greenhouse gas emissions. So they found a number of key variables that influenced the amount of carbon emissions of this system. The first one was how you shop, whether you choose the pure online option or the traditional retail, or that third option of brick and click, where you order online from your local store and they deliver it to you. Now, the other variable of importance in this assessment that they found was the consumer density. Now, consumers, that's us, right? So it's really just the urban density. That played a big role in that last mile, especially that last distance that the product has to travel. Is this in a densely populated area or is it less densely populated? That had a big impact on the carbon emissions. Then the other variable that was important was looking at the type of delivery for those delivery options. Is it a narrow window or time frame that they must deliver within? And how soon do you need to have it by? So that played a big role in the greenhouse gas emissions. They also found that the mode of transport and the fuel efficiency of the vehicle used, of course, played a big role in the greenhouse gas emissions for that last mile, for that last segment of the journey. Now, in the situation of traditional retail shopping, where we go individually to the store to pick out what we want, they found that in the U.S., 95% of those trips are done by a 
individual's personal vehicle. And that's dramatically different from other places in the world. For example, in the Netherlands, that type of trip is done by a person's individual vehicle only 44% of the time versus 95% of the time in the U.S., where in other places in the world, people are getting to a retail location by walking, cycling, or using public transit. And that has a big impact in our carbon emissions for that shopping trip. The other thing that influenced the greenhouse gas emissions in this model was the number of products purchased per trip. They call that the basket size. And this is one of the big issues with those pure online players. They unfortunately will go to great lengths to get things to you quickly, which means that they will deliver any little item, no matter how small or insignificant, they will deliver it all on its own. And that has a really big influence in increasing the greenhouse gas emissions, ordering something as small as a toothbrush. And that really increases those emissions. And certainly those are things that you have encountered yourself where you might want to bundle something and they end up not coming together. The other issue that they found with increasing those greenhouse gas emissions are the return rate. Now, it's dramatically different for different methods of shopping and for different items. For example, some items like clothing have a much higher return rate for those pure online shopping experiences than for traditional retail. People just tend to buy them and return them more often if they haven't tried them on or seen the color in person or felt the fabric, etc. So this is one of the other big problems, a high return rate. And then some people just buy things with the knowledge that they will be returning it. They might just buy it because it's a great price. For example, after Black Friday, 40% of all of those online purchases are returned after the purchase was made and delivered. 40% of Black Friday purchases from online retail is returned. Isn't that incredible? The highest rate of return is actually for people buying multiple sizes and multiple colors of clothing from online, pure online purchases. And so this is a really, really big problem, not only for the greenhouse gas emissions associated with the transportation and packaging, but we have known instances of those items not being resold, not being repurposed, but instead being shredded. What an incredible waste. So here we have really big issues with some of these practices. So in the end, what were the results? How can we be more sustainable and what are the best options? Well, in the end, like many things associated with sustainability, the answer is it depends. It depends most on your current behavior. If you currently walk or bike, or use public transit to go to a retail shop, then that is still best. However, if you drive your own vehicle to a retail store, it's actually better and has lower greenhouse gas emissions to do the brick and click option rather than drive there yourself. 
Why is that? Because with the brick and click, this is where you're ordering it online from your local retailer and they are delivering it to your home. Well, that delivery route is set up to be efficient. So they're doing multiple deliveries all in one trip and they're going to line them up so they're in order and it's a very efficient trip then. It's actually shown to have 60% lower carbon emissions than driving to the store yourself. So it is actually a good idea to order online from your local shop and have it delivered to you. Now, that's not the same as ordering from the pure online outlets. They have all kinds of issues. For one thing, failed delivery causes all kinds of extra emissions and the type of vehicle that's used, which is often fairly inefficient. And then finally, that basket size or the number of items per delivery. When those are not bundled, that can also significantly increase the greenhouse gas emissions of each item. So how do we order more sustainably online? We know that brick and click does have lower greenhouse gas emissions than going to the store by car yourself. So unless you can do it en route, along with other errands or on your way home from work or some other destination, then you definitely should do brick and click. Yes, you should always pick up things on your way home from soccer practice when your spouse asks you to do it. Pure online is problematic because in the end, they just make too many small deliveries and those deliveries are ultimately not bundled often enough. Sometimes it's just not possible when the items are coming from different warehouses. And those warehouses are actually getting further and further away from their customers. Literally. What do I mean by this? Well, due to urban sprawl, it means that those warehouses are on average ending up being point. 31 kilometers further away from their customers every year. Now, the warehouse doesn't move, but the customers are moving outwards from the city centers. And that urban sprawl means those delivery vehicles are traveling greater distances by 0.31 kilometers per year on average. Isn't that incredible? Well, how can we be better with the pure online shopping? We know Amazon is making some attempts to electrify its fleet, and that is great, but it's not happening fast enough or to the large enough extent. And we can choose to bundle uh, some items occasionally, and certainly we should do that if it's possible. But we should never ask for fast delivery times. That expedited delivery is the most carbon intensive. So slower is always better when we're thinking about our greenhouse gas emissions. We know we have a 40% reduction in our greenhouse gas emissions if those delivery vehicles are cargo e-bikes instead of trucks. So that is an excellent alternative if you have a local delivery option that uses e-bikes rather than trucks. But on our end, what can we do? Well, first of all, we should be shopping local, either in person, by foot, by bike, or by public transit. And if that's not possible, we should use brick and click. Now, if you need to go with a pure online option, use 
the slowest delivery option available, bundle your items, buy lighter options of those products, and don't purchase with the intention of returning it. So don't purchase multiple sizes and multiple colors. So that is the answer to how to purchase online in a more sustainable way. The key messages from today's episode are, first of all, the best option is to walk or bike to your local shop. The second best option is brick and click. Purchase online from a local retailer who will deliver it to you. And if you must order from a pure online shop, get the slowest delivery option, bundle your orders, and don't plan to return them. All right. That's all for now. If you are interested in exploring these issues further, please head on over to my website. It is christinahunterflourishing.com. That's Christina with a K. There you'll find all kinds of free downloadable resources, including my sustainable well-being starter kit and a green home guide. I'm sure you'll love it. In addition, I have a new mini course available on green home renovations. Please do check it out. And while you're there, sign up for my newsletter. It comes out every Friday and is full of inspiration, news, and resources from the flourishing community. If you are looking for a great way to send a gift to a friend with cancer, please check out the unexpectedgiftbox.com. And finally, if you like what you are hearing, please leave me a review wherever you get your podcasts. I can't wait to talk to you again. Until then, live well green, my flourishing friends. Bye for now. Bye for now.